listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 247 for July 12th, 2019. This week, we talk about showering with our contacts in the new Lion King movie, internet addiction camps, Instant Pot Pho recipes, phone numbers, and new YouTube copyright tools. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. I just ignored whatever weird thing you were doing. It's fine. I'm cutting it out anyway. Just absolutely. How are you? Um, I'm good. It's not the 4th of July anymore. So uh, was that this past week? Yeah, girl. It's been an entire week. I lived through Trump's 4th of July extravaganza. Remember that time when Trump took like millions of dollars out of the National Park Fund to fund his stupid little fucking parade? Do you want the realty of what it was like in Hunty, D.C.? I want uh, boots on the ground, oh reporting my straight from boots the source. Up, legs up, Ugh. pussy out. Oh, Here's no. the tea. Oh, God, no. Uh, none of that, please. Um. So we went and we watched the fireworks at our friend. He lives like on the same, it's the same latitude as us. So we're all like a mile-ish from downtown, from the White House, from the mall, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mall is where they have... The fireworks display. Is the this the Mall of America? Years. Honey, it's the Mall of America. You go to get your H&M, you get your Banana Republic. <laughs> it's absolutely Honey, the Mall of America. All. Washington, D.C. is in Minnesota. Hashtag confirmed. The first time uh, I visited Justin and we went down to the mall, which is, if y'all don't know, it's just monuments. It's not an actual mall. It's like the old timey definition of a mall. That sounds like... Like, you, like you're getting scammed. It's like someone's like, hey, let's well, go yeah, to the mall. The first and it's time like, we where's went my down, H&M? That's exactly what I asked Justin the first time we went down there. Was, and he's where's still the with you? He didn't, like, break up with you after that? No. And you know what? You know, my friend who just visited, she didn't know. Okay, I hate I hate to put her on blast again. I put her on blast on Twitter. Oh, I'll honey. get into the 4th of July in just a second. She didn't know the White House and was, the Capitol was were white? two different buildings. Wait, What? Do you know they're two different buildings? Yes, because Washington, D.C. is like its own little thing. And then the White White House doesn't the White House isn't the capital of D.C. Well, two no, different things. the capital, the capital building. Oh, yeah. No, they're different things. There's the capital building and it's massive and it houses the two of the branches, legislative and not the executive, oh, the yes. other one. And then yeah. the White House is just the president. Mm-hmm. And it's like way off down there. Like you got to book it. To yeah, get no, they there. are two different places. But then like everyone on Twitter was like, I didn't know they weren't the same place. And I was like, oh, my God. Do you think the Congress meets at the White House? Like, no, that's not. Well, yeah, it was like, I, that's what I asked Elizabeth. I was like, do you think the president is like in his pajamas wandering around <laughs> while like the House and the Senate are meeting well, in the same building yeah like, alexandra no. ocasio cortez is like you know walking around and then she sees trump in you know his his tidy whities walking around getting breakfast like no that's not how this works the Two white house different places and the white house is like the ugliest and least impressive building in dc like you everyone who visits like wants to see it and you go up to it and it's just this it's just a house that's painted white mm-hmm. and like next to it are like, and it's just regular fucking house building materials. Nothing fucking special. There's a fence around it. You can't even touch it. Right. And all the buildings around it are like massive and made out of concrete and look like Roman buildings. And it's like the White House is ugly. Wow. Well, when you become president of the United States, um, I cannot wait for you to like flip this house. Only it's the White House. zhuzh it up, honey. Zhuzh it up. Oh, love a good zhuzh. Zhuzh. Mm. Anywho, 4th mm-hmm. of July. Watching from our friend's roof. Um, this is my third 4th of July in D.C. Last year, we were at the mall. Year before that, we were on the same rooftop. Gotcha. So my second year on this rooftop, you could see five minutes of the fireworks. The rest, they lasted 30 minutes. The whole rest of the time, there was so much smoke, you couldn't even see them. Was it from all those kids vaping? Well, that too. But mm. no, it was really humid. It had just rained. It was hot. The smoke was just sitting there love that and within the hour the smoke was all the way up where we were it was in the streets like dc was covered in smoke like it was everywhere you could not walk outside without having to like push the smoke away it was so bad don't rain on my parade that's the only um but everyone that that i know everyone here hates him already so i mean duh did you see any like tanks or anything no um but that Week before was the week me and Marianne went down to the monuments, mm-hmm. and um, the tanks weren't there yet, but they were like had like all these seats set up. Jesus, it was a spectacle. 
Uh, I love living in the Handmaid's Tale timeline. It's my favorite. It it really was creepy as fuck. Yikes. Like, and seeing the tanks on TV, that was like creepy too. I didn't watch. I was like, I don't like want to give our North Korean-esque president any more, you know, validation. So I'm just going to like ignore it. What'd but you do for the fourth? I went and visited my old ass grandparents. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I they had they have a picnic every year, and they're like they're getting old, they're getting up there. Uh, but I wasn't sure who was going to show up, and um, a lot of my extended family was there, probably because of my grandparents are getting older, and it's like you know this could be the last one, etc. But girl, I had uh, so here's the situation. Obviously, like Joe and I talk about how we have anxiety, blah blah blah. Like you know we talk about it all the time. Even with your own family, like I have a very large extended family on my father's side. And so like family get togethers, there's a lot of family and a very small house. It gets claustrophobic very fast. Um, But this was like the first time in a while where like I didn't give like an Irish goodbye. I wasn't like the first one out and like trying to evacuate, get back to my car and like head back home. I was like one of the last people to leave. I was actually having a good ass time. I was like not anxious. I was having a good time. I was making conversation. Oh, excuse me. I'm gassy. Um, but no, I I had a good time. I caught up with a bunch of extended family. There was good food. Um, my mom made baked beans. It was a very white Ooh. 4th of July. Um, How do you make baked beans? I don't know. You should ask my mom. I should get my mom on the podcast. She, she could give you her recipe. Oh, my God. I would love to have that special guest here. That would Honestly, it would be a fun special guest. Like, it would be a fun podcast to put your mom and my mom on. They've never spoken to each other. They know nothing about each oh other. Oh, my God. And just have them talk to each other online for an hour and record it. My mom's not a phone person, though. Like, you get her on the uh. phone. and But that's just like me, though. Like, I'm not a phone person. I don't think You're to scared call of people. Phones. Well, I think everyone, like, in our generation really doesn't like talking on the phone. Oh, the only people I talk on the phone with is, like, my mom. Like, that's the only person I enjoy talking on the phone. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm not answering this if I don't have this number in my contacts. I forget. Like, I I forget to keep up with people. I forget to call them. Mm -hmm. And then when I do, I don't know, I would just rather just either text or just sit down with them. Right, 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 right. So if you live, like, far away from me and we don't text, I'll I'll never talk to you again. It's over. Like, you can expect it to end right there. (laughs) Here's a question, since we're talking about, like, oh, my God, like, you know, our generation, etc. Remember back in ye olden times, 1779, when we were both born, where you had, like, you had your your parents' phone number memorized, you had all your best friends' phone numbers memorized, you had, you know... Do you remember? Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. And I was... I'm trying to memorize... Justin's phone number right now because I don't have it memorized like we're three years into this I don't know his phone number off the top of my head and like but when it, I go it, I pick up his dry cleaning for him and he loses the tickets all the time so I have to have his phone ugh, number men and I don't want it to look like I have this like anxiety attack every time I go even though I love the lady who works there she knows I'm not like robbing people and like mm-hmm. I'm paying money but I don't want to have to look at my phone to um pull up his number i want her to think that it's like my dry cleaning oh because i don't want her to be to think i'm like pulling up some random phone number and stealing someone's clothes and so for like the two block walk to the dry cleaners i will repeat justin's phone number over (laughs) and over and over again and i'll say it out loud people probably think i'm losing it honey but it's what i have to do to maintain sanity uh, there's that people walking next to you is like oh there's that homeless skinny white twink again you know muttering talking, numbers muttering numbers while he's walking around like Jesus um but no I remember when it was so easy to remember numbers like I still remember um my parents cell phone numbers and mm-hmm. Hillary's but I couldn't tell you anybody else's well that's the thing it's like I I remember everyone's like everyone's phone number until I was like 14 and then it was like that ability in my brain just like went kaput it was just gone like I I remember people's phone numbers that like the those phone numbers are disconnected like they if I call them like they do not go anywhere anymore oh but like yeah, old landlines and yeah, shit old yeah. landlines like I have my aunt like I remember my aunt's phone number and like she doesn't she hasn't had a landline in like 10 years like I remember that shit and it's like you know, I have all this useless information in my brain. It would be nice if I could, you know, I could weed that out and actually, you know, replace that with something useful. But nope, I just have random numbers in my head that I remember from like 10, 15 years ago that are useless now. But it's like, goddamn, you're right. Like there's I know I know people who have been in long term relationships like 
you know, like five, 10 years that are like more that are like our, our parents' generation that are of the generation where, you know, you don't really need. I mean, you, you kind of need to remember phone numbers, but people don't anymore because it's always in your phone um, and they don't remember each other's phone numbers like they just don't. And so it's like a situation where, well, if your phone is dead and there's an emergency, like, what the fuck do you do? Like, do you, do you like call a random phone number that you remember from 15 years ago and hope for the best? Like, what? oh, my God, can you imagine? <laughs> That's what I would have to do. I would Same. have to call the landline from when I was 10 years old. Right. Oh my and god. Nobody we don't even live in that house anymore. You oh know? my god. They'd be like, Who the hell is this? And be like, My I dead cat's in like, your backyard. I'd be like, Y'all don't know me, but I grew up right with this number and you gotta get a hold of me right now. <laughs> I expect service from this number. And then they call the police on you. That would be fine. That's how that works. Maybe the police could get a hold. But I do I worry about that. Like I worry about like getting hit by a car in DC. And then, like, my phone's busted, and I'm like, I don't know how to tell them to call Justin. Right. It's Somebody like, Somebody call fuck. Justin. And they're like, who? Uh, <laughs> uh, call Justin. And it's like, sir, you you were in, uh, y- yeah, you weren't even hit by a car, sir. You just tripped over the sidewalk. <laughs> Please call Justin. Please uh, call the ambulance. Uh but like, yeah, like, God, I need to remember people's. I mean, that I, I, I know my parents' cell phone numbers, but like, that's about it. Like, they don't know any of my friends or important people's numbers in my life. Like, I don't know. I need to. We need to go through like a millennial boot camp where we like <gasps> do things where we, you know, have numbers that we need to remember that are important. Like, we need to. We need to get that in our brains because if we're without our phones, we're fucked. Like, speaking from- of millennial boot camp. Oh, what? That's why I gasped. It kind of goes into one of my first articles. First of all, though, I'm proud of you for having a great family reunion-esque experience. Oh, thank you. Just want to put that out there in the universe. Appreciate it. And I'm proud of you um, for for not killing yourself on the 4th of July. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. There was a viral video going around of... So we kind of live between three neighborhoods. Not going to, like, triangulate my location here on the podcast. But, like, Adams Morgan and Columbia Heights... And there was a viral video going around of some kids like shooting a firework at a car in Columbia Heights, just like God, you know, up the and it exploding on someone's Uber or something. It was wild. It's it's crazy. What's it like living in an actual war zone? I don't know. It's um, you know, something new every day. Yeah, you know, you just live day by day. You know, praying that you wake up in the morning alive. You know. Uh, but speaking of uh, whatever we were speaking about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there is uh, this article is called it's on BBC. Oh, wow. South, Official South Korean Internet Addiction Camp. What is life like there? Honey, sign me the fuck up. So it says official figures for last year show that over 140,000 young people were addicted to the Internet. But some reports suggest that number could, in fact, be much higher I don't, mm. It doesn't say where it gets these, like what study or what. So I don't, you know, don't blindly trust sources. Don't folks. blindly trust us. So, but I mean, th- I think there was a time when I was probably addicted to the internet. Mm. Um, although I don't know. It depends on your definition of like addicted to the internet. Well, too. let me tell you something really fast. When I woke up this morning... Um, and by morning, I mean 11 p.m. I, I knew or, or exactly 11, what you meant, honey. 11 a.m. Excuse uh-huh. me. I don't, I don't understand that. But Twitter was down and I was in a panic. I thought I got blocked by Twitter. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do with Twitter? So my, my first thought was, well, let me see if there's a hashtag on Twitter that if Twitter's down. And I was like, wait, I Uh-oh. can't search for that because Twitter is down. Did so you I start have, spiraling? Um, honey, I, my life flashed before my eyes. And then I was like, huh. This was, this is actually kind of nice. But then I was like, well, what's happening in the world? And I was like, wait, I cannot care for like a couple minutes and everything well, will be fine. And also you cannot get all your news from Twitter. Honey, that's the truth. I tell <laughs> you. You could, you could garbage. You know, not, 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 not look at garbage. See what Bette Midler's yelling about today or. I don't even I mean, follow... she yells about good things. I yeah, she say. does. Like her and Cher kind of no, on the same but, level. You know, it's nice to also read like an article too. Honey, we've established I don't know how to read. Oh, speaking of reading, I just read what internet addiction is. When a person is using the internet so much that it's having a negative impact on their mental or physical health or both. 
I feel like that's everyone these days, especially in this like political climate. Like, well, I think what they mean is so they tell the story of this one girl who is in the Internet addiction camp. And it says she was addicted to YouTube. She watched YouTube for like 18 hours a day. That's like that's more than a full time job. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's like like it says she would say, oh, I'm just going to watch for an hour. And then she would just go and she would, you know, take her phone to the bathroom while she's eating just watch YouTube. And I was like, what all is she watching? That's interesting right? enough to watch for 18 hours. Like Jesus. What? I mean, I feel like there is content content worth content. watching on YouTube. DK one games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very much. One games. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to find it for one. Cause the stuff they throw at you is generally the garbage. Oh yeah. The you algorithm. Know, they throw at you all of the, they don't, they don't. Yeah. They just throw popular creators at you and you're like, right. eh, it's not good. So I, tell you. I would be interested to see her YouTube, like, watch history. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm curious because, like, girl, 18 hours a day? Like, yeah. Jesus. Um, and they talk about, like, you know, how uh, young people, especially in South Korea, expected to do really good work at school. Right, right, right. Um, There's, like, high expectations in terms of education and, like, work ethic and studying. Like, yeah. Getting into college, you know, mm-hmm, all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she says that she thinks a lot of Koreans use their smartphones to de-stress. Mm. Um, and she said that YouTube videos make herself feel happier. I mean, but, um, talk they about take escapism, all that honey. stuff away right when you get in the camp. And what it sounds, it kind of sounds just like a, it sounds like church camp to me. Uh-oh. Like, except without like the religious. Pray thing. the internet away. Well, no, not like that. Like, hey, here's a craft tent. But instead of like. Making a crucifix another summer, you know, another summer, another crucifix made out of popsicle sticks. Honey, it sounds like from personal experience that you're grabbing is. from right now. Oh, it is. Uh-oh. It's like, hey, we're going to make a we're going to make another craft that's not religious and Ugh. talk to people one on one. Hmm. It sounds like, you know, good, you know, it, physical interaction with other human beings. What's that like? But I think it like goes to show that like we're going to need to start teaching stuff in schools about Internet and health. And you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to teach kids how to like how to uh, physically interact with other, other human beings. Like I'm not even being facetious. Like I feel like. We're losing that, like, because everyone's interacting online and like there's goods and bad. There's good and bad with everything, obviously. But it's like, you know, I can go days without seeing another human being. But like I'm being social through the Internet so I don't feel alone. But it's like I'm not physically interacting with those people. And so then like there's people out there that don't interact with people physically for so long that they can like forget how to human. Oh, yeah. uh, For a bit. And it's like 100 percent. The years that I was living in Arkansas after I graduated, I never talked to anybody in real life mm-hmm. except like my parents. Right. And it was just like something I had to relearn how to do. And now even like filming videos all day, editing videos all day. We, you know, we do the podcast digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, like I go to like the grocery store and I like have a panic attack. You're like, oh, you God, know? there's humans in front of me. What do I do? Yeah, and if someone <laughs> like tries to talk to me or has a social interaction with me and it's like something out of the out of my norm, out of what's right. something different. It's like I don't I don't have an answer for this. Where's the script? I don't have yeah. an answer for this. <laughs> like the the Panic guy mode. I always talk to who works at Harris Teeter, uh first time like, you know, we saw each other all the time, he would give me a fist bump. And it was <sighs> like it was like the gears had to like start turning for me to like put my fist out to give that it's, fist bump. it's like that well actually another another thing about our generation is i feel like we can describe everything in like a spongebob scene and what i'm imagining is the theme the scene in spongebob where you go inside spongebob's mind and it's just like a fire <laughs> in in a um in an office building and there's like papers flying everywhere and all the spongebobs are like going through filing cabinets being like Panicking. we don't have an answer for this we don't have an answer for this yeah that's literally, literally what it's like Oh, God. Yeah. But, you know, that and we've talked about it before. Like, we're going to have to teach people how to identify fake news. Right. Sources. You know, I think we're just declining as a human species, just like in general. Well, I read another article, skimmed another article, I should say, Mm -hmm, about, mm -hmm. I think it was on Psychology Today about like, so our IQs, average IQs keep going up. Like, what's normal today? We'd be a fucking genius in like 1919. Girl, Ugh. like George Washington, 
fucking moron. <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so stupid. You know, um, it's a miracle that everyone who existed a hundred years ago you could, you know. Surprised no, everyone didn't die of cholera or whatever. <laughs> and I think that uh, the article was something like, oh, are we getting dumb again? And it's like, uh oh. I, I feel read, like we're dumb far in, enough to find in out, different though. ways. I feel like we're dumb in a way where everything has gotten smarter. And so it's like, relatively speaking, we're at the same level. But like, we've progressed so far as a society that like, we're everything's genius level compared to like 100 years ago. But it's like, we're still combating stupid shit like fake news and you oh, know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but what were we talking about? I don't fucking remember. Internet addiction camp? Oh, yeah. You know, another thing about internet addiction is that my attention span is like zilch. Now it's nothing. Like, I can't pay attention you know, to fucking anything. There was a time when I thought I, like, I remember being very aware of everything in like, I would say middle school and junior high when I was like, maybe we were like semi-connected to the internet, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like the biggest thing in the world. And then in high school, it was like the biggest thing in the world. Right. Um, and I remember being really sharp in like middle school and junior high and like someone sassed me and it would be an instant sass back. Like right. I was like you like had quick. that shit ready. And then I remember myself getting like dumber and dumber throughout oh, like same. high school and college. Just like f like focus and looking back, I'm like, well, that's because I was on the fucking Internet the whole time. It was melting like, your brain. And when I wasn't on the internet, I was thinking about being on the internet. Yeah, I was thinking about Fun Brain Arcade. Oh my God, Fun Brain Arcade? Honey, was do you that remember? A thing? Oh, honey, it was like math games. Oh, uh-uh. It was my favorite thing to do. It was the only thing that wasn't blocked on the school computer. You did educational internet. Honey, education connection. Me and Shannon Doherty, you know, just hanging out, playing Fun Brain Arcade or whatever the fuck it was called. They Flashbacks. had, um... I played a lot of online pool on like Yahoo games. What the? Are you straight? What the fuck's wrong with you? For years. I fucking pool? love Yahoo pool. I just imagined you like walking into a bar with a cowboy hat and a cigar. Like uh, after you just it, beat it didn't your have wife. To. It was well, online, Sam. Well, no, it was I know. It was on the line. I, I understand that. But I'm like, if, if you play, it's like it's it's one step away from playing pool in real life, Joe. Oh, no, honey. Online pool was for the gays. Oh, I didn't Online realize. pool was for the gay gays. pool. Gay pool. Me and my friend used to play rainbow rules is what we okay, called that it. Does sound gay. You had to hit all of your balls in in rainbow order or else you had to forfeit the game. Oh my god! We were hardcore, honey. I'm ready for the tournament. I know. This is going to be broadcast on ESPN or whatever. ASPN. 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 Mm-hmm. It's um, the, the ass no. something something. I don't understand. But yeah, girl. Yeah, I feel like the internet's melted our brains. But if it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't have this job. Oh, know? that no, I fucking love the internet. Obviously. Right. I mean, but I feel like my feel livelihood, like, you know. Yeah, I love the internet, but it's definitely made me stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get all my self-worth from the internet. Oh, God. Like, you know, literally, that honey. the truth? Twitter, Instagram, honey, one like equals one more day. I'm not going to roll in a ditch <laughs> and die. Grace. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> one like so. equals one point of self-esteem <laughs> added to me so I don't, so I actually stay alive for another day, you know? And then, like, one negative comment, that, like, deducts, like, a hundred. Right, it's like uh, the so, negative comments, you know, are a hundredfold compared it, to all you know, the. You get know. a couple of those, and I'm I'm outie. Uh, don't you love garbage? Yeah, I um, do love garbage. Isn't garbage just delicious? So yeah. I tweeted this the other day. Um, I don't know how if if this made any any waves in the internet, but YouTube announced that they're making um, a change to the way that copyright claims are are dealt with on YouTube. Did you see any info about this? Okay, so I saw an article about it, I think on The Verge, but okay. I didn't click it. Oh, okay. You so you got to give me the tea. to click. So um, I didn't read the entire article because obviously. You, right. Do you know Attention what podcast stands. you're listening to? Like, right. come on. Um, but the situation is that... There's like there's two points. The first point is 
that when someone um, uses the content ID tool on, on YouTube, which is to like a strike a copyright claim against you either for, you know, using copyrighted video or audio material, like I feel like we're all familiar with that. So the, the first thing is copyright owners must now provide timestamps for exactly what part of your video is being claimed. And they have to do that manually. So they can't just like, you know, file a copyright claim against your video um, and not specify what and where this supposed copyrighted content is that's being infringed on in your video. They have to make um, a note of where the timestamp is of where this is supposedly at. So that's like a big change. And then the second big change is apparently they're going to introduce a feature where you can edit your video online within YouTube to either mute all the sound where the copyright song plays or replace the song or trim out the song or like trim out the copyrighted part. Like so, so you can trim the video and get it reapproved all within YouTube. You don't have to like redo it in Premiere and re-upload it. Like you can do it all within YouTube, which is like pretty revolutionary. Well, so I'm those glad are... they're doing that because well, well you it's... could always edit videos within YouTube. Oh, I didn't know that. But I don't know if they would like reapprove them. It's nice mm. to hear that they're finally they're like adding that to the mix. Yeah, after you trim out the content, you can have them um, look at it again and reapprove it for ad revenue or whatever. Well, I'll tell you, when we were on vacation two or three weeks ago or whatever at the beach, I got twelve fucking emails in a row. They were like, they, all these videos have been demonetized because oh, of this God. stupid German company claimed them all. <laughs> and it's this happens once every couple months to like mm -hmm. gaming YouTubers. Right. Someone, right. a YouTube, what are they called? The like companies. Oh, partner? They're like, yeah, the partnerships, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the networks, yeah, yeah. the networks. Yeah, networks, networks. The networks will like someone at the network who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing We'll click a button that says, hey, everything posted on our channels is copyrighted content. Most mm -hmm. of that stuff or a lot of that stuff will be gaming videos. Every right. cutscene in everybody who plays that game is the same. It's going to tag thousands of videos as being mm -hmm. copyright because you said that was your content when it's not. You right. know? And like, yeah, your commentary is, but the video is not like, mm -hmm. it's, you know, and so I'll have to go through and dispute every single one of them. They always get you know, knocked it down, mm -hmm. but it's such a fucking hassle. And right. like, sometimes I've just like put them on blast on Twitter and been like, someone at your company Fuck fucks you. up. They need to be fired because <laughs> they just right. stressed out a lot of people and don't let it fucking happen again. Like right. I'm probably come to your house. I don't own this game that I'm playing, but neither do fucking you. And also right. like I found their let's play policy and we can all fucking monetize it. So exactly. step down Linda and <laughs> Linda from Germany, Linda from Germany <laughs> and learn your job, honey. Honey. It's so fr like it's the system. Learn is, your fucking job. It is like broken beyond belief. Oh, like yeah. the amount of people who can just claim your videos without any right. proof, you know? Well, here's, here's um, a tidbit within the article that everyone was pointing out. It's that. So in this article, it's youtube-creator.googleblog.com. It's the, I mean, it sounds like a scam website, but it's the actual Google blog website. So there, there's a piece in the, um, in the article that says, um, when it, when regarding timestamping, when, when people are filing a claim against your video and they, they have to provide a timestamp. And, um, within the, um, this paragraph, it says, quote, we'll be evaluating the accuracy of these timestamps. Copyright owners who repeatedly fail to provide accurate data will have their access to manual claimings revoked. So, like, there's going to be repercussions for people that are abusing the the um, the uh, content ID claiming system. And someone asked, like, YouTube on Twitter, well, what if, you know, what if someone um, timestamps the entire video? Like in, instead of like timestamping an actual part of it and YouTube replied and was like, that's against the policy and that Ooh. will that will be um, that that will um, be the same as failing to provide accurate data um, because it, they, you know, claimed the entire video and didn't timestamp the exact place. So it's sounds... although I will say sometimes it is the whole video. Well, yeah, sometimes it is, but like I mean, um, what YouTube is saying is like if it isn't the whole video and people are just like massively oh, like right. being lazy. And just claiming the whole video just to, you know, not take the time to go through and manual claim, you know, a piece of actually copy copyrighted content. That'll be um, that would be uh, the same as failing to provide accurate data for the um, 
the timestamping. But I think everyone on the internet was pretty surprised being like, wow, YouTube's doing something to help creators? Like, what is this? But like, everyone's like, well, YouTube's going to be, going to fuck this up, up somehow. So we just got to wait and see Listen, once this gets introduced. We all know it won't work for LGBTQ creators. Oh, we know okay? that, honey. They're going to flag all of our accounts and say, Pride you Month can't who? do it. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to do that. But it'll be interesting to see how this turns out to be broken. I can't every time, wait every to time, see how this turns out. Yeah. Every time something new is introduced, it's like a step in the right direction. But everything in the world is like a test. Right. You know what I mean? In this day and age. Like this, someone's this gonna sounds find a good, way. but there is YouTube's going to find a way to fuck over creators with this regardless. Like If it like, <laughs> if it break, like doesn't make me have to read those 12 fucking emails on vacation, that's great. That's good enough like, for you. It's so annoying. Right. To have to sit there and copy and paste. Their like dispute system is it garbage? Okay. Oh. It's okay, but it's like kind of time consuming. Like right. and I always write something like semi passive aggressive and semi angry. Like mm-hmm. this person does not fucking own <laughs> any fucking thing. They don't even fucking own. You know, I, <laughs> exactly. I try to really drive it home. Yeah, honey. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I don't have to do that anymore, you know, my blood pressure thanks you. Oh God. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You can check it out. You can look up um you can Google it since the fucking URL for this goddamn blog is horrifying. Just people are talking about it. So just look up um, more information and better tools to resolve manual copyright or manual content ID claims. And it was posted on July 9th of this year. Um, so I don't think they said when they're going to start introducing this, but it's like going to happen. Um, but I don't know. Well, we'll see. It sounds nice, but it's like, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> this, it's it good sounds to be great in theory, but... We can be happy. We can be skeptically enthused about it. We'll see what Linda from Germany thinks of Linda, this. Linda, get your shit together. Get your shit together. You know who didn't get their shit together? And uh, who? Well, you. I mean, well, us. Both of us. Well, yeah. But uh, very much me. You are correct in that sense. Um, have you, so today the embargo, we're recording this on Thursday because I was busy, sorry, and I'm posting this Friday, sorry, um, y'all just expect it to be posted either Thursday or Friday now, like, that's just how this works. Um, the embargo has been lifted for the reviews for Disney's Lion King. Oh. Remember that movie that came out in 1994 that they're redoing again? I hate live action everything honey if i never saw a person acting again <laughs> you'd be fine i would be fine you'd be absolutely fine everything's animated no but i mean i guess this isn't live action humans it's live action computer generated animals it's well yeah it's not like you know it's it's fake animation live action i don't know nothing's live about it it just looks photorealistic right yeah i i feel like all of these didn't they do dumbo yeah and it was bought bad I didn't see it. Wait, what all have they done? They've done Dumbo. The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. What was it? They just recently. Oh, they did Aladdin. Aladdin. I can't. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh, ooh. And they auto-tune the shit out of like all of the singing parts. Oh, honey, we discussed that. I mean, I can pinpoint an auto-tune a mile away, honey, having done it. I mean, you've listened to Katy Perry for a while, so we know. Honey, you know it. Sorry to bring up a sore subject. I don't know. I I what are the reviews saying? Because I don't want to watch it. Anyway, so the so reviews are convince in. me. And one of one reviewer said that this movie is like the color beige. Ooh. Right. Um, and I think someone else said, hold on, let me find it. Um Isn't Beyonce Beyonce? Is... Yeah, Beyonce plays Nala, right? Um I don't know. Someone yeah. said it's literally a shot for shot remake without any of the humor or sparkle. So apparently, sorry to spoil everyone who hasn't seen the original 1994 animated movie, The Lion King. Um, This photorealistic animated, whatever the fuck we're going to call it, remake is literally a shot for shot remake of it, which is like, obviously, but it's like, like all of the, like a lot of the humor is gone. A lot of the, you know, the spark is gone. A lot of the um, emotion is gone because like. They're trying to animate the the animals to be realistic and like in the animated version, like they smile and they frown and stuff like that. But like real animals don't do that. 
And so it just... Um, Piggy smiles at me every morning. I'm sure. And then tells me he loves me. Mm-hmm. In like a really deep voice. <laughs> yes. When you don't take your medication. Uh, yes. <laughs> But That's yeah, so weird. Only on those days. It's weird. I don't know why Piggy only it's talks to me weird. when I'm not taking my meds. It's, I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, no. So apparently, it's just like super bland and just like, why would you watch this when you can watch the original from 1994? Which is like how I feel about all of these. Like all of these remakes, I'm like, why would you watch this remake of Aladdin when you can watch the one? the original why would you watch this live action remake of beauty and the beast when you can watch the original like i just don't understand the appeal like is it well, is... disney's making it for money well like, yeah no, like, these are huge cash they grabs don't, they don't have to it's nostalgia right so it's like it's banking off of nostalgia age, and then also young kids these days can now see it the audience is everybody right like there's a, already a blueprint they don't need a new script just tweak the old one low effort maybe a new song or two you know, it's just like, and that's why they're whipping them out so fast. Right, like, right. The only good thing that came out of, I didn't see Aladdin, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite K-pop singers does like live um, covers on oh. YouTube. They sing she live? Covered, honey, she sings live. She has like no views, so oh. you know she's real. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> that is so real. <laughs> she did a cover of, I think it was called Speechless by in Aladdin. I guess it's one of the new songs. Mm. And I was like, yes, this is a jam. And then I looked it up and it was Aladdin. And I was like, okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think- know. That's the only good thing that has come out of any of it. They're banking me. off of nostalgia. Like, I'm assuming... I haven't seen Aladdin. Or I, I haven't seen Aladdin. I haven't seen The Lion King. I'm just, I'm just, you know, listening to the reviews of everyone else saying it online and how they're describing it. And it's like, I mean, I'm not surprised. This is kind of how I thought it was going to go. So I'm, like, not surprised at all. But I'm I, I, I'm sure that the this Lion King remake looks beautiful. But it's like, everyone is obviously going to compare it to the animated feature that came out in the 90s. And it's like not going to have the, you know, the 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 pizzazz. It's not going to have, you know, the humor, the life, the you know, because this they're two completely different animation styles. This one's going for something more realistic and it's like it's going to seem more dull. And so I'm like not surprised that people are describing it as the color beige and quote. Well, and it's like, yeah, let's watch another movie about a male ascending to the throne. Oh, honey. Honey. Oh, honey. Honey. No, but really, I never liked The Lion King much. I see. I, see. I It loved- was never one of my, like, it was one of, it was a weird Disney movie to me. Really? Like, I love the songs, mm-hmm. but I don't know why it didn't resonate with me as a kid, like other ones. I mean, probably because it was about male dominance. Probably so. You know? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I loved um, The Lion King video game for the Super Nintendo. It was a very it difficult game. It was so game. fucking hard. But I loved the music in it, and I loved the. Oh no, the, it was great! I, I love the let's play of it. The one when you're, it's like the second level where you're like jumping from monkeys to monkeys. Yeah, that like shit so gets good. real, and it gets real fast. Yeah, it does, honey. Yeah, like talk about those monkeys shock. will throw you into the ocean, and you will drown. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, they don't show that in the new Lion King, huh? They don't show him fucking Murderous dying. Monkeys, honey. Yeah, exactly. Show me that Lion. You want King. you want to see the real Lion King? Play the SNES version of the Lion King video game. Let me tell you, honey. You want to see the real Lion King? Watch Planet Earth, narrated by, I don't know, David Attenborough, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Oprah. I don't remember who narrates that one. Mm-hmm. Honey? Someone famous. They all, they all murder each other. Yeah. None of them give a shit. That's the real Lion King. Let That's me tell you. That's the real Lion the King. The fucking animal kingdom. Don't you forget it. And we're yeah. on top. Eye for an eye, bitch. Anyway. Speaking of eyes. um, Do the eyes have it? The eyes have it. Uh, the eyes have it. Okay, let's move on to our, our favorite things. Did you? Oh, are we? Oh, I guess it is that time. I just want to ask you a question real quick. Oh, yeah, no, sure. You could, I, was, I was thinking this was a favorite thing of yours, so, but it's oh, not. Oh, no, honey. So this, is the, this is more tea. Do oh, okay. you shower with your contact lenses in? Yes. Why, why would I take them out? Right. Me too. Well, this guy went blind in his eye because he does that. What? Honey, I'm reading this from Metro.co.uk. I could only find it on sources such as this The is... Sun. And the mirror, you know, mm-hmm. reputable, reputable non tabloid sources. Um, so Nick Humphreys uh, wearing contact lenses in the shower, mm-hmm. uh, causing acanthem amoeba keratitis, a rare parasitical infection in his right cornea. What? So he's had two operations on his eye, waiting for a corneal transplant. Um, 
He said, if I had known how dangerous it was to wear contacts in the shower, I would have got them. I would never have gotten them in the first place. Um, what? So he said he got an infection. Um, I don't know. And then his eyes got gross. And did they pop out? Uh, no, there's a picture, though, and it looks really gross and, like, cloudy. Ooh, cloudy with a chance says, of meatballs? The meatballs says are your he eyes. noticed a scratch on his right eye. Waking up, unable to see properly, he assumed he scratched his eye, putting his lenses in. It got clear, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something more serious. It didn't get clearer, his vision. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, he was tested for AK, the acanthamoeba keratitis, an mm-hmm. infection of the cornea uh, caused by a microscopic organism called acanthamoeba, which is found in water. Well, that's um, a, that. That was my my question: is amoebas just don't magically appear in your eye? Correct. You have to get an amoeba from something, from like water, or it like it, it doesn't just like you know pop out of thin air. You get it well, from something, right? So I'm assuming the contact lens was keeping it inside of his eye. It was like between so. his lens and his actual eyeball, so well, it couldn't it's like, escape. Would you, I don't even know if he really got it. Like it says, um. I don't even know if he, like, how would he actually know if he got it in the shower? Or right. maybe he, like, splashed some, like, ditch water on his eye. Yeah, I like, don't know who knows? His life. Um, he, his eye removal was a possibility. Oh, he was doing these eye drops that seemed to be getting better. But then he lost his vision in his right eye. Honey, just sounds like bad luck to me. Um, well, it's, I just don't understand. It scared me, though. I haven't worn my contact lenses in the shower the past two days. Oh, my God, Joseph. I know. <laughs> well, I know. I can't imagine that because I'm that lazy bitch where I have the the contact lenses that you literally leave in day and night for like a, an entire month. It's like LASIK light, basically. And they aren't. It's not supposed to be very good for your eyes. But it's like that's a situation where like I have these contact lenses that are supposed to be hashtag breathable and that I can wear like every day and night for a month for a reason. It's because I... I'm too lazy to take out my contacts every day. So that's why I don't wear dailies. You know, so why the fuck do you think I'm going to, you know, either I'm not going to wear my contact lenses or I'm not going to shower. Pick one, you know. Ooh. Anywho, reading more on the AK, mm-hmm. the Acanthe amoeba. AK-47 amoeba. It says it's a tiny form of life, only one cell, uh, usually found in soil and water. For example, in hot and cold tap water, swimming pools, hot tubs and seawater. Mm. In the UK, most people who get it, 8K, wear contact lenses. About 1 in 30,000 contact lens wearers become infected. It's also possible to become infected after an injury to the cornea. Using tap water to clean or store contact lenses or having poor contact lens hygiene increases the risk of infarction. Interesting. Well, maybe just don't get water in your eyes, you fucking idiots. Wearing contact lenses when swimming or taking a shower also increases risk. So what's our risk here in America where our water is clean? Honey. Honey. Well, according to Wikipedia, so it says that um, acanthamoeba keratitis, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, um, yours sounds better than mine. Whatever. It says it's nearly always associated with soft contact lens use. Who wears hard contact? Well, I guess some people have to. Well, yeah, but it's also like it's not 1975. So, like, I feel like soft contact lenses are the majority of contact lenses, right? Yeah, I would think um, everybody has. It says that soft contact lenses are more adherent to the corneal surface than hard lenses, which allows the acanthoamoeba organism to bind to the glastoproteins on the corneal surface. So, yeah, so that, that's wow. what I was talking about is that, yeah, it gets stuck between your lens and your actual cornea and then it grows there and it starts eating your fucking eyeballs. So maybe don't do that. I don't know how to prevent that. Listen to this and tell me which one of these are you. Mm-hmm. A worrying 56% of people polled said they wore them contact lenses for longer than the recommended 12 hours a day. 54% they had said they had swum or showered in them. Mm. And 47% had slept in them. Meanwhile, 15% of respondents had put them in their mouth to clean or lubricate them. I've been there, honey. I've done it. And 2% had even shared used lenses with what? other wearers. Ah! No. I don't know. Bad. I can see, like, back in my drunk early 20s being like, 
Oh my god, my contact fell out. Can I get one of your contact lenses? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But Let's I pop it out here in the club. Listen, I have been man. there in a situation where one of my contact lenses had like fallen out, and I was like on a river or something, where I was like, I was not. <gasps> I like I it, you know I I had to put them back in my that. eye. And I didn't have any solution. So you literally, you put it in your mouth to re, you know, re-lubricate the goddamn thing. And then you put it back in your fucking eye. It's not, not pleasant. Do you not bottled water? No. Honey, I live, I live life dangerously. You live dangerously. But um, apparently that you, you get this amoeba, this ancathem amoeba, whatever the fuck. Fr- it's, it comes from exposure to contaminated water. So the water has to be contaminated with it in order well, to get this. Uh, top 10 places we should never assume our water is safe, America. I mean, yeah. Honey, you know. Flint, Michigan. Our shower water is probably just gasoline. <laughs> is that why I burned all the hair off my body? Honey, no, I thought that was is the that banana that you so were using. sexy, honey? Mm-hmm. I love is a naked mole rat. So like a naked mole rat. Uh, naked mole rat realness. Well, I mean, let's just all spoon our eyes out. You know, if you don't have eyes, you can't get this fucking amoeba. So <laughs> checkmate, atheists. Uh, I'm glad we did all of our research in like 10 minutes on that. I know. Five minutes even. Look at us. See, we can honey, read. Honey, there and back again. The Wikipedia story, honey. <laughs> the, the Joseph Burt song, Sam Antonoli story. <laughs> um, okay. Ready for Speaking of babies? stories. Oh. These are a few is that of my our cue? favorite things. Oh, these are a few of our favorite things. And our least favorite things, because Joe has something that he hates this week, and I'm ready. I hate. Let me, me tell you a story. I go to Harris Teeter oh, here every we day fucking of my go. Life. I love Harris Teeter. Harris Teeter is the best <laughs> Can we get a world. fucking sponsorship? I Hello. Always, I don't know if Harris Teeter has the money for sponsorship, <laughs> but any hoozles. They're a local chain, okay? I mean, I don't know how they work. But anyhow, they're grassroots, you know, they always have a Borgen on my favorite Gatorades. I get eight Gatorades, uh, the eight packs in the summer because I die otherwise. And what flavor so, is it? Yellow? I always. Ew. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, although I don't hate the lemon lime, but I get Gatorade fierce and usually I get the blue ones, which are like Arctic Rush or Arctic Blush. Oh, I love a or Rush. Like the purple ones, which are also Arctic something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the ones that were on sale this week were Gatorade Fierce Green Apple. <gasps> it is the d- most disgusting <laughs> thing I've ever put in my body. And I Honey. can't stop drinking them because I need to get rid of all eight of them. I have one left. And you've put a lot of disgusting things in your body, so you would know. That's very true. Mm-hmm. But it just tastes like, like, I get Gatorade Fierce because, does it have artificial sweetener in it? I have no idea, but I get it because it's, it may have art. I don't know if this is artificial sweetener or not, but I don't like the low sugar or the no sugar ones because they do have artificial sweeteners and those like hurt my stomach. Mm. So, um, but it's too sweet. Like it just tastes like sugar. Too sweet like, for Joseph Birdsong? Too sweet. Oh my God. It just feels like I'm drinking it and like my teeth are disintegrating inside. Of I my love head. that. Oh God. Um, but I'm chugging it down. I've been chugging one down through this podcast. I may have to go to Harris Teeter after this, go get a new, you know, my Arctic blasts. Well, but that's what you get for buying the shit that's on sale. Honey, was it uh, worth the bargain or was the bargain worth you? That's the real question. That's <laughs> the Quayho. I don't even know what that what the answer to that question is. The real friends were the bargains we made along the way. Uh, the real friends were the green apple shitty Gatorades that we had to drink because we <laughs> bought them. And my favorite thing this week. Um, I don't know. We watched the first Spider-Man <laughs> I don't know. movie. Uh, oh, we finished Fleabag season one. Oh, what were, what were your thoughts? It was good. It was one of those things that I really loved, but hated all the characters. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it's easy to hate a lot of the characters yeah. in that. So I don't think you're... I mean, you're supposed to relate to a lot of the Fleabag stuff, but mm-hmm. not like, you know... Hopefully not everything. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, there's just not no one's likable. Right. Everyone is kind of everyone's a horrible. Yeah, but I really liked it. We saw Spider Man Homecoming. It wasn't awful. Okay, that's a good review. And now I would like to see Spider Man far, far from, from home. home. Yeah, that's the one. That's so. It. Is your is your favorite thing um, that Spider Man wasn't awful? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to watch Flu Bag season two? Yeah, 
eventually. We're probably going to take like a week or two break because it was, I, it's fucking heavy. Yeah, like, it's draining. It's one. It's not something light that you just put on in the background. It's no. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's yeah. like an emotional, like you're an emotional punching bag to that show. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, did you watch the whole first season, right? I have. I watched the whole first and second season. And oh, I, okay. I enjoyed both yeah. of them. Um, I enjoyed both of them very much. But yeah, it's very heavy. That's a very good way to describe it. It's a very heavy show, but it's I think it's good. But it's just like it's not one of those things where you can just where it's like lightheaded, like I was saying. Um, and it's just, I don't know. Lighthearted. It's, oh, yeah. Lighthearted. I'm lightheaded. <laughs> oh, I honey. am lightheaded, honey. Your head is you. very light. Let me There's nothing you. in there, honey. Knock, knock. Nothing, who's there? Honey. It's just an echo. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed Fleabag. And um, if you if you want to watch something real, get something real, then check out Fleabag. It's on um, Amazon Prime, I think. That's where yep. it's at. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Um, What's your favorite thing? Uh, this my week? favorite thing this week. Yeah. I have. Oh God. I'll I'll save my next one. I'll. I, I had two, but I'm gonna save <gasps> one of them for next week. I know it's weird. I'm like overly prepared. So let me tell you, honey. Tell me. I am 98% broth because I've been making soup the past two days in my instant pot. See? Wow. Uh huh. I'm cooking again. See, you had all the cooking for like months. And I'm like, you know what? I should make something. I'm going to one up Joseph. He's making all this mm. fucking bread and shit. Mm. Making cookies every goddamn day. Mm. I baked you know? two batches of cookies this week already. Oh, fuck you. Mm. You know what? You know what? Mm. Um, But I, so I very, very much enjoy the Vietnamese noodle soup pho. And I've bought this like... It's not bad, but it's not like pho. It's this instant pho that you can get at um, Costco. And every time my roommate and I go to Costco, I get some. It's like really quick. You just like add hot water and you stir it up and it's good for lunch. But I was like, you know what? I've never made pho from scratch. And there was this. I follow a, a many, many a cooking YouTuber. One of them is Amy Made in Japan. Um, she eats a lot of really weird shit on our channel. But once in a while, she like makes a recipe that's like actually edible for real humans. And she had this recipe for... 30-minute pressure cooker pho ga, which is um, uh, just like a chicken pho um, instead of like a beef or pork pho. Um, and she got it from Serious Eats, which is a very, very good and well-reputable website when it comes to, you know, modern cooking and using different appliances and stuff. Because pho is a is a, um, a dish that's traditionally cooked like for hours and hours and hours on the stove in order to like, you know, get all the flavors out of like bone marrow and shit. But this one's like, hey, you know, you can throw this shit in an Instant Pot and cook it for 30 minutes and it's pretty goddamn good. And so I tried it out um, two nights ago. I made pho in my Instant Pot and it turned out so fucking well that I was eating it for lunch and dinner the past two days. And I'm going to finish it up for lunch and dinner tonight. So my body is all broth and uh, I've been enjoying it. And it's delicious. So I'm going to link the recipe. I'll, I'll link the video Ooh. to Emmy, Emmy Made in Japan's video because she explains the recipe really well. And it's very well shot. And it's like only seven minutes. And she just explains everything. Um, so if you're curious about this uh, pressure cooker pho ga recipe, it'll be in the description of um, this podcast. But it was really, really good. But one thing that you don't realize when you're making like, I don't know, when when you have to go to the store and you have to buy a lot of spices like spices that you don't have in your pantry and spices that are like more exotic to the like North American palate, that shit can be expensive. Like the spices, oh, yeah. because it's not like that you can buy, like I needed like three, like three star anise pods, but you can't buy three star anise pods. You have to buy like a whole jar of them. Yeah. And it's like, when am I going to fucking use these anyway? So I had to, you know, I had to, um, this recipe, because it's like it's a Vietnamese palette, and so I had a bunch of shit that I didn't I didn't have. It had has star anise, it had cloves, fennel seeds, coriander seeds, shit I didn't have in my pantry. So I had to go to the store and buy them. Bitch, I spent like twenty dollars on these fucking spices alone. But let me tell you, it's worth it. And now I can make pho anytime because I have the spices already in my pantry. Um, but yeah, no, very big fan of pho, and um. Yeah, you just like throw everything in the Instant Pot, have it cook for like 20 minutes and then just wait for it to cool down. And boom, you have this really rich, delicious Vietnamese noodle soup. And it that was sounds like when we made so um, we made ramen with our Instant mm, Pot. I need to do that sometime. I never had pho until I moved to D.C. Just do you because, like it? Like, I know a lot I of people that it. don't like it. 
Well, there's like five pho places like within walking distance, and they're like opening another one next oh week. Oh my god, or I'm jealous. Uh, what it's what's it like living at a place with actual culture? Honey, I've got like culture and choices, and I'm just really uh, smart. What's that like? Uh, come visit. I know. I need to visit. Joe is trying to get me to come to DC so I, he can trap me and uh, kill me off. So we'll trap see. you and make you do house chores. Honey, honestly, I would. The you know, unit beside us and above us is do. for sale. We scared around away everyone around us with our loud I mean, sex. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It's probably just, it's all the screaming from Piggy hunting all of his toys. <laughs> Let's be real. It's not That's the sex really that you is. and Justin are having. Mm. It is the sex that your dog is having with stuffed animals. There's so. a love triangle right now. He's got a sloth toy and a banana toy. And they're never in the same room at the same time because he goes back and forth. Drama. And they don't know about each other. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. Wow, that is some actual news from Piggy. Well, I'm looking forward to looking at that pho recipe because I would love to try it. It's really good. And it's honestly, once you have all of the like um, the uh, spices, once you have them in your pantry, it's really not difficult. Like you just you brown some onions and ginger in the bottom of the pot um, and then you add all of your your spices. You add some like a stick of cilantro. You add um it calls for chicken drumsticks. Like, you can get a pack of, like, six chicken drumsticks for, like, three bucks at the store. Like, that shit is really cheap. And it's a it's good for pho because um, pho, uh, it, it extracts a lot of flavor from bones. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you had just, like, um, just, like, chicken breast, it would probably be really bland. So you want something with bone in it. And so, like, drumsticks work really well, and they're a cheap cut. So you throw those in. You throw some fish sauce, some water, some rock sugar. I didn't have rock sugar, so you can just use, like, sugar on the raw or just, like, regular um, table sugar. It works totally fine. And then you just, like, cook it for fucking 20 minutes, and then, boom, you're done. And you just, like, adjust accordingly, you know, cook up some rice noodles, have some lime, some cilantro, some bean sprouts, some sriracha, some scallions. It's good shit. Um, And it's, yeah, it was really delicious, and I have a little bit left. And I'm very excited because I was like, I don't know, pho is something that I've never made before because I assumed that it was going to be super like, you know, time intensive because I assumed that you just had to, you know, like you need a cold hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, traditionally, apparently pho is a dish that's served for breakfast in Vietnam. And apparently they cook the broth slowly overnight. They have it like on a burner overnight. And I was like, girl, that's a fire hazard. Like, I'm just going to use my fucking pressure cooker. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's your first thought. Yeah, Girl, I was like, a, we use uh, you know, we have a what's it called? Slow cookers. Oh yeah, that's true. What do we call those? Crock pot. Crock pots. Uh, we're so what? I love a good crock pot, which we gave ours away when we got the instant pot because it's also because like, crock what's pot. the point, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I, would I will say though, like you were mentioning browning the onions, like eighty percent. I feel like. Of instant pot recipes are like brown the onions until mm-hmm. they're translucent. Right, exactly. Everything has onions in it. Onions equal flavor, honey. I guess. I guess. I don't know how food works. I guess. Anyway, if you have a pressure cooker, it doesn't even have to be an instant pot. But um, Joe and I just have an instant pot because, you know, we're white. Well, Prime and- Day is coming up and instant pots usually like the, the thing that's marked down the most. True. But I also heard we're supposed to be boycotting Prime Day. I don't remember why. Well, okay, here's but, the thing. Have you ever bought anything on Prime Day? I've never, I've always looked at the sales, but I, maybe it's because I've always been too poor that I'm like, I look at everything on sale and I'm like, meh. And then I never buy anything. I've never bought anything on Prime Day, I don't think. I feel like we've bought stuff on Prime Day. I feel like maybe we got our Instant Pot on Prime Day. Ooh, really? Last year or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of controversy. So I'm not going to endorse or unendorse. I'm going to be Sweden. Switzerland? Switzerland, yeah. I'm going to be neutral like Switzerland. You're just giving out the information you are not endorsing. I'm just giving out the information, honey. Mm-hmm. This is a informational podcast. No opinions here. Don't shoot Completely the messenger, Completely neutral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that'll be in the description of this podcast. I'll have a link to the YouTube video of Emmy making it. And then I think in her video, she links to the, uh, the um, Serious Eats article. But if you look up like 30-minute pressure cooker pho on Google... The Serious Eats um, article will come up. It's from 2015. So highly recommend. It was really good. Very flavorful. Um, Try it out if you have a pressure cooker, because I feel like it was a delicious um, Vietnamese chicken noodle soup. Faga. Totally recommend. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. That's that on that. 
And that's that on that. Wonderful favorite things this week. And uh, uh, yeah. I do believe that is going to be all for this episode. That's it. Uh, next week, we will be back with another normal episode. And we will also have a bonus episode for all of the lovely Patreon patrons next week as well. But for now, we will see you guys next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Andrew G, Ben B, Brad D, Brian H, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Erica V, Feliciano D, Helena B, Henrich B, Jack C, Julian S, Justin, Kate M, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Maurice W, Megan N, Michael C, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.